Get ready for an overdose of common sense. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. You know, when we don't like something the government is doing, we say, write your congressperson or vote for this person or don't vote for that person because we know when it comes to the national scale, when it comes to the federal scale, Congress writes the rules. Obviously, there's executive power with the president and everything. But did you know that there's a lot of people who are unelected, do not answer to taxpayers directly, do not answer to voters, that are writing a lot of rules? Now, that's been a common complaint, especially for those in the the conservative side of things for a long time. But now it looks like we're actually putting some teeth into cracking down on who's writing the rules and affecting your life. Hey, I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us on American Viewpoints. Um, I'm joined right now by the Pacific Legal Foundation's Clint Brown, who's their legal policy director. And Clint, this isn't a matter of just simply complaining about what's happened. You have found some really important information that says we're not writing regulations in a proper way. First of all, what have you found? And then I really want to talk about what does this mean to everybody? Hey, Mike, thanks so much for having me on first. Uh, yes, so we've, we've had a groundbreaking investigation, first of its kind. Uh, some of our lawyers uh, last year stumbled upon something that's happening in the government that conservative, liberty-minded people have long suspected. And we did a year-long investigation, and we uncovered something shocking. Uh, and that is that career bureaucrats are signing off on the rules that bind the American people at HHS. We found that 71% of the rules at HHS are signed off on by career bureaucrats. And by the way, that's unconstitutional. At FBA, which is a sub-agency of HHS, 98% of the rules were signed off on by career bureaucrats, and they're unconstitutional. What, what's an example of like one of the, the rules or the regulations that you found are just simply being written and enacted and signed off on by bureaucrats instead of a legislative process? Yeah, so uh, the, a good example is how we stumbled upon this. So Pacific Legal Foundation is a law firm. What we do is we sue the government when we feel like they're violating people's rights, um, and I can talk more about that. But we were suing the government over this one rule. It's the deeming rule. Regardless of how you feel about tobacco, this is a rule about regulating tobacco. So many years ago, Congress passed the Tobacco Control Act. That is to regulate tobacco. No surprise. Uh, then some career bureaucrats at FDA under the Obama administration came along and decided, oh, this can also regulate vaping, which actually uses no tobacco. So they're regulating something that is not tobacco under the authority to regulate tobacco. That's contradictory. When we were investigating this case and um, trying to find out what happened, we found that a career bureaucrat had signed the rule, not someone appointed by the president and approved by the Senate. This is someone who works for the government that is impossible to fire. That's a problem. This is... um... I think one of those areas where people may be surprised that our schoolhouse rock level of understanding of civics may have let us down because we assume that everything that was regulating us was vetted and approved and debated by Congress and signed by the president. A lot of people may be saying, how does this even happen? You get appointed to a civil service position in Washington, D.C., and suddenly you're writing rules that affect my life. How do we get to this point? Yes, that's exactly right. 
that's not the schoolhouse rock assumption. So what happens is, uh, at some point, a political appointee at the FDA and HHS decide they're too important to spend their time reviewing these huge rules, these huge regulations that bind the American people, and by the way, rule our everyday life. They're too busy for that. So what they do is they delegate the authority to review these rules to someone beneath them, and they just they, they happen to decide in this case on a career bureaucrat. Um, and if you're a new commissioner of the FDA coming in, you might look at that and say, "Well, these rules are really complicated. It requires a lot of scientific knowledge because we're regulating food and drugs. You know, that's complicated. I should let the experts take a look at that, and I'll spend my time going to important lunches and whatever an FDA commissioner does instead of their job of signing off on the rules." Congress has to know that this is happening and has been happening. Are they just writing open-ended legislation that says, and this agency can regulate as provided by, or are they just simply turning uh, blind eyes saying, I don't want to mess with that. That's too messy for me. I'm going to focus on other stuff because I, I, I couldn't imagine that Congress doesn't know this is happening. You'd be surprised. They did not know this is happening. So for, I recently joined Pacific Legal Foundation six months ago because when I worked in Congress for the last five years as, a, as an aide to a lot of senators, including Mike Lee, um, some great legal experts, I realized that Congress is starving for legal expertise. And that's what Pacific Legal Foundation does. We offer that legal expertise in part to Congress. Uh, so it's a, it's a complicated thicket of regulations. It's impossible to search through unless you have a team, an army of lawyers, really, digging through this, experts. And that's what we did. We spent a year digging through this. Um, and Congress just doesn't have the time to do that. They're busy considering bills. Some of them are busy going to fundraisers, whatever it is that they do. They don't know. They don't know that this is happening. One thing that I will say, and I think this might be what you're getting at, is that Congress has abdicated their authority. So a lot of times they will say, okay, we're going to issue this law. We're going to pass a bill. And we're going to give the secretary of an agency the authority to figure that out. That is a problem because it is Congress writing these vague laws and giving you know, the executive branch, the authority to sort it out. But it's even further a problem when that executive branch political appointee, the secretary, gives the authority to deep state bureaucrats. So the authority goes from Congress to the secretary to a deep state bureaucrat. Clint, we've just got a couple minutes uh, left here, but how widespread is this real quick? And then I want to come back to what this means to all of us. I mean, did you find isolated cases or are we seeing this throughout the federal government? No one knows. It took us a year and an army of lawyers to sort, sort through just one agency, HHS. And it's really important that Congress and the White House dig into this and find out how widespread it is across the government. I mean, can you imagine if this is happening at HHS to this degree, 71% of their rules, then what's happening in other agencies? What's happening at Homeland Security, at DOD? It's important somebody find that out. And what does this mean to, to to the rest of us? I mean, I could imagine somebody you know listening to our conversation saying, "Well, okay, but if they're the the experts, then you know what? Let them deal with it." I mean, Congress people aren't experts on all things. Maybe we should rely on that. But explain why this matters. Why it matters that it doesn't get or isn't getting congressional approval, and that it is just simply bureaucrats signing rules that are enforceable, apparently, or being enforced by whether it's law enforcement or the courts or whatever the case is, why does this matter to each and every one of us? Right. If you want to understand why this matters, you have to put yourself in the shoes of a cabinet secretary. 
if you or I or any of your listeners were a cabinet secretary and we had to answer to the president of the United States, especially if that president is Donald Trump, we are going to take a close look at anything that we sign our name to. If there's a major rule coming out and I have to sign my name to it, I'm going to learn everything I can about that rule and make sure that it complies with the president's agenda. But if I can turn to the president and say, oh, well, at our agency, you know, we let the experts look at this. I'm sorry you didn't like this rule, Mr. President. I'll go talk to the career bureaucrat and find out what happened. And by the way, you can't fire that career bureaucrat because they have civil service protection. No one's held accountable. You don't have to answer to the president, and the career bureaucrat doesn't have to answer to you. So um, it's really it's really a problem because these career bureaucrats can write rules that maybe are outside of what the American people voted for. Yeah, so this isn't Republican or Democrat or conservative or liberal. This is about ca- accountability then. This is about political accountability, definitely. This is the, the bedrock of our constitutional republic. And Clint, as we uh, wrap up here, how do people find out more about what you do at the Pacific Legal Foundation and why what you do is important? Sure. Uh, folks can find us on Twitter and Facebook by just searching Pacific Legal Foundation. We're on, we have a website, pacificlegal.org. Uh, they can find this report on our website and look into it for themselves and see why this is a problem. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Clint Brown from the Pacific Legal Foundation. Thank you so much for uh, being on the program. I'm sure we'll talk to you again pretty soon. All right. Thanks so much, Mike. Well, what do you think? Your opinion is what matters. So check us out at the American Viewpoints Facebook page. Get involved in the conversation there. I'd love to know what you think. Thank you for spending part of your time with us here on American Viewpoints. I'm Mike Ferguson. We'll talk to you again next week. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. Just a few knew about her superpowers. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her Mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.